Listen, if it's one thing that I'm pretty sure we're all aware of is that life is out here moving fast, okay? It's a lot going on. We got society telling us what we should be doing, should be, all while we're still trying to figure ourselves out. But you know what we can do? We can be mindful of where we are in this present moment and take small steps towards becoming better by the day and towards reaching our God-given purpose. So let's figure it out and work through it together. Welcome to Mindful Moments, y'all. A space where we talk it out, laugh it out, cry it out, hash it out. Listen, just get it, get it all out, okay? This is a safe space for you where we talk about the ups, the downs, even the in-betweens. A place where we go through it so we can grow through it. Tune in every week as we fill our minds with who we're destined to be with positivity, with awareness, and honestly, just with love. So I encourage you, let's be mindful of today in hopes for, yes, a better you, but also in hopes for a better tomorrow. Again, welcome to Mindful Moments. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Moments. I am your host, Jada Lowe, and we are continuing this series that we have with the guest, and I have brought somebody special to the pod for y'all for this episode. I consider him to be a mentor, an older brother, and he's also a pastor, entrepreneur. I present to you, ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Paul Little. <laughs> What's up, world? <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for being here for the people. I'm glad to be here. So um, I want us to get straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been noticing just uh, evaluating past episodes yeah. that a lot of my topics have been about um, the journey, what to do like with life and all of this, yada, yada, yada. So I wanted to give y'all like an inside look into who I go to outside of like God and myself and my therapist. This, this <laughs> the other person. So um, I just want to give people like an inside look into like our conversations that we yeah. have and where I get my guidance from. Absolutely. And just to kind of um, pick your brain, you know how we always uh, talk and chat. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the the journey and looking at it from, I guess, a spiritual standpoint. And uh, I'll let you talk a little bit, too, about how trusting the process, trusting mm-hmm. the journey, like what it looks like and more yeah. specifically, too, when it comes to trust in God, I always say how it's easier said than done, but trying to show people like what that looks like, even when you don't necessarily know where you're going. Absolutely. Um, so I guess we could start there just talking about what trust in the process looks like for you and how you've done it over time. Well, first of all, let me say thank you. I'm amazingly amped up about what this podcast is doing in the lives of those who really lean into the information that you're sharing. I watch every week and I listen and I'm seeing how it is benefiting so many people. I'm watching the comments on the different social media platforms. And so, so kudos to you and hats off to you. I remember when this was just an idea that we talked about. Yeah. And you (laughs) launched it. And I remember like, you got to go, you got to do it. You got to do it. And so you finally gave birth to it. And I'm really, really excited about it. When we start talking about trusting the process and embracing the journey that we have, the Bible talks about how our times are in God's hands. Mm -hmm. So God knows all of the seasons that we're going to go through. He knows every detail about our lives. He knows Uh, every hurt, every pain, everything that we're going to encounter. So I believe that God controls our ultimate destiny 
you know, in this journey called life. Mm-hmm. But I believe that we control the quality of our lives, That's right? Good. So God controls the destiny. You know, he controls, um, you know, many of the seasons that we experience from a spiritual perspective. We call it the will of God, right? Mm-hmm. Scripturally speaking. But many of my decisions and many of my choices has to do with my quality of life. So I think there's a direct correlation between God's will for our lives, you know, those uh, parts of our lives that God controls, but then the quality of our lives, which has to do with the choices that we make, which are the things that we can control. So I think we have to lean into that part of the conversation if we're going to have a holistic view of how our journeys are shaped Mm -hmm. and how we're able to move from where we are ultimately to where God wants us to be. Yeah, and I I think that's the – I don't want to say the hard part, but that's where it gets kind of uh, where it gets a little funky because right. <laughs> my right. my decisions can be a little raunchy. Yeah, and I've made yeah. decisions. Uh, I was talking about this in therapy the other day. I feel like I made a lot of decisions that caused me to a lot of things to be postponed, not necessarily wasted. Some of them, yeah, but um, when you see for for me personally, when I saw I wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You can't, to a certain, uh, not saying you can put the blame on God, but there comes a time where you have to be like, I'm responsible right. partially for where I am. And so it's Absolutely. like, when do you um, partner with God and say, okay, hey, I trust you, but also I got to do better at making better decisions. Absolutely right. So I think you just really hit everything. So there's an African proverb that says, when we pray, we must put feet to our prayers. And see, I, I don't I don't try to put my feet to it all. Yeah, time. we put it all on God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. God, if you want this to happen, if you want me to have this job, if you want me to start this business, just do it. God, just show me. Yeah, right, right, me. right. Just do this. Send me, send me this. Yeah. And all of that, pr- everything that we do should start with God. Mm-hmm. It should start with prayer, but it should end with prayer. We have to take some practical steps. The Bible says it like this, faith without works is dead, right? So we have to partner with God. I love that language that you're using. We have to partner with God Mm -hmm. to be in position to hear God's voice, but then to take the practical steps towards that identified, clarified destination that we're seeking to move to. And that's really, really important. Yeah, it it reminds me of um, pray Pray like it depends on God. Work, work like, like it, it depends, depends on, on you. you. Absolutely. But it's like, what do I do when I don't even want to work or when <laughs> yeah. I don't know what work to do? It's the, or, and even like for people my age, I feel like it's just confusing because there have been times where I was like, um, I'm making this decision either because I think it's what yep. other people want me to do yep. or I think um, it's, I, I just feel like it's in my best interest or just simply what I want to do. Right. And then it doesn't go how I plan and sometimes I just make a decision just off impulse just right. to make one and it's right. just it's a lot of nuances to it um but yeah I, I think putting action behind our prayers is what helps too but I, j- I want you to talk about too like where, where to start when you don't know where to start yeah yeah because it's, it's it can be it can just be confusing, like, when, when you're on your journey and, like, you know what you want to do. You may not know exactly what it is, mm-hmm. but you're, just, you're trying to find your way, and you yeah. may have, like, a rough idea of what of what it wants, of what you think it should be, mm-hmm. um, but you still really don't know, you or really it's not know. as clear as you'd yeah. like for it to be. I think it always, again, starts with prayer, mm-hmm. and in some cases, we have to fast and pray. Mm-hmm. 
you know, depending on the urgency and the intensity of what it is we're, we're seeking and trusting God to do. The other part of it, I think we have to also lean into our relationships. I think we sometimes forget that God oftentimes speak to us through relationships. The Bible says that there is safety in the multitude of counselors. Right. So having the right people in my life, in my life, healthy relationships, by the way, yeah, Yeah. godly relationships, people that I can trust to give me the kind of information that will push me towards a positive trajectory versus words or actions that will hinder my process. So if I have the right people uh, at the I call it the boardroom table of my life, Mm -hmm. I bounce ideas off of individuals who I know and who I trust. And I ask those individuals to show me some tangible ways that I can. Um, remove the doubt and the cloud of, of, of doubt over my head when I don't know exactly what to do. I always tell people when it comes to this kind of conversation, and you and I have had conversations about this, you don't want to move too soon if you're not clear about the pathway. And see, I've done that multiple times. Yeah, And I have too. Yeah, I have too. And you mentioned a moment ago about being impulsive, mm-hmm. right? Dangerous ground. I've done yeah. that. You know, moving so quickly because you want to see it happen but you don't strategically think things through. Jesus uses this example where he says, what kind of person would build a tower without sitting down to count up the costs? Mm. What person will go to war without sitting down to strategize to see whether or not they have enough people and enough weaponry, you know what I'm saying, to get started and to finish the warfare? So oftentimes we're void of strategic thinking and strategic planning that will help us to have a successful path. And again, it starts with prayer, it starts with the people in my in my life, and it also starts with me making sure that my conversation, my inner conversation, is being shaped by the Word of God. That's really really important. So our ability to hear, to understand, and apply the Word of God oftentimes will help me to discern what season I'm in and how I move forward from that season to the to the next season. Yeah, and it's I think it's it's difficult because um, two things when it comes to being discerning. It's hard when the only voice that you hear is yourself, and it's like you—that's a mic drop already, moment. <laughs> That's a mic drop already moment. Already, like for me, I'm already in my head. Yeah, already yeah. trying to. I notice that I get the most anxious and frantic yep. when I'm trying to figure out how everything is supposed to work. Absolutely right. That, that's a lot of weight yep. to put on yourself, whether yep. it be for a, a season that you're in or whatever, you're trying to figure all that out on your own. Yep. And I don't even know what I'm going to eat for dinner. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's your voice, lot. your voice is, is oftentimes lot. the dominant, the loudest uh, you know, the loudest, most dominant conspirator Mm -hmm. (laughs) that produces anxiety and fear and panic. Oftentimes it's not what everybody else is saying to me. It's It's my internal dialogue that's literally shaping and shifting, you know, the course of action in my life. Mm -hmm. And so how do we address that? We address that again through prayer. We address that through the word of God, but we also address that through, you mentioned earlier about therapy and having uh, opportunities for healthy expression Mm -hmm. of different things that we may face in life because you see life differently when you're well versus when you're not well. And, I, and I've been in a place of, of, of illness from an emotional standpoint, in a place of, what pause. happened? We got to pause. You, I need you to run it back. <laughs> you see life differently. I need you to run it back, yeah. Your, your interpretation everything. of life is different. Your, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's your lens. Yeah. If your lens is broken, everything that you see is going to be broken. Now, on the other side of it, it may not be broken, but because your lens is broken, That's you're perceiving it as brokenness. Relationships, 
job opportunity, business opportunities, right? So many times we we abort and abandon those things that are right in front of us because our lens is, our, our lens is broken. And so we have to be healed from an internal place, from a spiritual place, so that so that it doesn't impact our external journey. That's a part of the journey. Yeah. And I've been on it. I've shared my personal experiences with you. I've shared it publicly, you know, with, with, with my different, um, you know, struggles with things that was so, so real to me, you know, insecurity, right, inadequacy, anxiety. Oftentimes these are things that are, are real to us because they're real in our minds. Mm -hmm. They may not be real in reality, yeah, you know, is, is but to us it's real, yeah. right? So, again, again, it goes back to the power of perspective. How I see life will ultimately determine how I live life. And if I see life as, you know, God is going to make all of this happen for me. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to trust God. And I never move. I never act. All I do is pray. Two years later, we're going to be having that same conversation with ourselves and with others if we don't learn how to take some practical steps. Do you think that um, that applies, that the saying too much, what's the saying, too much of anything is not unhealthy, but it just kind of creates an unbalance. Do you yeah. think that prayer could fall into that category? I think in some regards, mm -hmm. I think some people use prayer as, as a excuse. crutch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It becomes an excuse. It becomes a crutch. Well, I'm still praying about it. Well, I'm still praying about it. Yeah. Two years later, yeah. I'm still praying about when it. you going to get up. Right. And you know, another part that really challenges us, especially those who are watching this, who are part of, you know, the Christian uh, movement, I call it confirmation stagnation. Mm. It's this idea, God show it to me. I need confirmation. I need confirmation, and we'll we'll com we'll confirmation ourselves to death and Jeez. never move. You know what I mean? I think that when God is in control of our of our lives, the Bible talks about how He orders our steps. Mm -hmm. The steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord. If I'm God's child and I'm walking down a path that's dangerous for me, I believe that my my heavenly Father is going to stop me from going down a dangerous path. Now, here's the tension of it. We have free will, right? So we have the decision to make certain choices. Lord, free will. And, right, and to experience the consequences. Yeah. But here's the other part of it, Jada. We'll be upset with God about free will, but if God made us robots to only do what he wanted us to do, now, he, he, now we're upset about that, yeah. right? So it's the balance between God, keep me from those things that are dangerous, that are toxic, that are unhealthy, mm -hmm. but also I recognize I have the freedom to choose. So help me to be better at making decisions. Absolutely right. Yeah. Shape my ideas, my perspectives, and my decisions so that I don't wreck my life, you know, uh, living, you know, recklessly, you know. And I think that's a real, real thing that we all experience. Mm -hmm. And we have, we have to be open. We have to be honest about where we are so that we can move beyond those barriers, too. That's good. That's really good. Um, I want to talk about trust. Okay. Um, how do you define it? And what has trust in God looked like for you in different seasons? Yeah, trust is um, total reliance, mm -hmm. total dependency on God, despite my ability or my capacity to, es to explain it or understand it. So when I'm trusting God, that's not saying I'm believing God when I'm approving everything, I'm approving of everything that God does in my life. Right. Trusting God is total reliance, period. Despite where I am in life, despite what I feel, despite what I face, it is total dependency on God. Because it's easy to say I trust God and I believe God when I can see the pathway clearly. Can I keep walking with God when it's a little fuzzy, 
when it's a little cloudy. Even when I don't know. Even when I don't know, right? Can I can I embrace the mystery and the ambiguity of this process when God doesn't show me the whole picture? Because let's be honest, God will oftentimes show us the end destination, the vision, right? That's the expected end. But God never shows us the details of how we're going to get from A to B. He'll show us what the end, where the end is, right? So the end goal is podcaster with a major platform reaching millions of people, right? That's Jada Lowe. That's Mindful Moments. That's the end. You know, that's the end result. That's the outcome, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't know everything that you're going to have to go through in that process. You know why? He never discloses that. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. If I can see everything on my journey, that cancels the need for God. You know, another thing, too, it, it makes me laugh now. Mm -hmm. But um, you, when you trust God, God shows you why he knows you better than you. <laughs> Absolutely right. Um, like, I see the big picture. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But knowing that I get anxious easily, mm -hmm. knowing that I can be impulsive, and knowing that I am very impatient, yeah. I see why God didn't show me certain things <laughs> until it got there. Because He and I both know, yeah, yeah, would have been in a deuce. Absolutely right. And I think, it's, and I think that's mature. So, it's so ironic yes. because it's like in 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 the moment, depending on what it is. Sometimes I've been like, God, well, why can't you just like show me what I need to do step by step by step mm -hmm. by step until I get there? Yeah. And then it's like um, He'll show like a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'll just be diligent, keep my head down, and then it's like, okay, I see why. Because, right. you know, I would have <laughs> probably been running circles. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's, it's, that's very ironic. Yeah, if we knew all of the traps and all of the danger zones on the pathway, right, all of the barriers, we'll never get started. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll say, well, let me just stay in this place of comfort and safety. We see the good and don't want to get started. You know what I mean? You, I you can see the positive. Then <laughs> that's I see something bad. Absolutely like, oh, right. Yeah. That's what we call imposter syndrome, yeah. right? That's is, is knowing you have the capacity, mm -hmm. but refusing to embrace it and to take the necessary steps. So whether it's the positive or the negative about the journey, we have to realize that trusting God is total reliance despite what the season is, despite what I'm feeling about it, despite what I'm facing. And I'll tell you another part of that real quick. Another part to that helps me to understand the significance of making decisions based on my relationship with God, not based on my emotional capacity. Right? We we make too many emotional decisions. Yeah, I, I make a lot. <laughs> and, and, and it's unhealthy. I've done it a whole lot Ooh. in my lifetime, making emotional decisions versus rational, mm -hmm. you know, prayerful, intentional decisions, right? Because your emotions can change from one second to the next. And so we have to understand how to be, you know, it's what we call emotional intelligence. It's mm -hmm. the idea that I have a sense of stability in my emotional well-being where I don't get angry and then decide to just choke you because I'm angry, right? Mm -hmm. Or I don't get so depressed where I just never pick up the pieces and move forward with my life. At some point, I have to acknowledge my emotions and then move to a place where I'm making some sound decisions, which is why the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. Sound, A sound mind helps us to make sound decisions. That's good. And um, that reminded me of what you um, told me, let your um, feelings be indicators and not dictators. Yes, your feelings are indicators, not dictators. Because you'll make some rash decisions. <laughs> Absolutely, and it'll wreck your life. And for me, it's been um, anxiousness is what's caused me to make rash decisions. When I feel like, God isn't moving at the time I want him to move, <laughs> yeah. when I want him to move. Right. I'm going to make a decision yeah. that's going to be like, okay, I'm moving when I yeah. want to move. Let me help and you out. be like, okay, 
<laughs> do do what you want to yeah. do. I'll be here when you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very impulsive. Yeah, yeah. That's been a part of my journey in in next week and 43 years of living. It's been a part of my journey. Impulsive decisions, just quick, rash. Just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I've learned is that when I make decisions that are irrational and impulsive, it does not take away from God's will for my life. It does not take away from God's love for me, right? I'm still his child, but the reality is I have to deal with the consequences of that yeah. decision I made. And those decisions and those and those consequences, Jada, watch this. It ain't always God. Mm-hmm. We'll say, why is God letting me go through this? If I get up on this roof of this building and jump down and break my legs, God did not tell you to do they that. had nothing to do with God. <laughs> It's called the law of gravity. <laughs> and with every law, there's a I consequence behind it, right? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes we'll blame God and say, well, why would God let this happen to me? Why is God punishing me? Yeah, that, you did that. Right. A lot of our <laughs> consequences have a, have a direct correlation with the decisions that we have made. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, more times than not. And so I think we have to really be, uh, be honest about where we are when we, when we face situations like that. And then again, I say this, whenever you fall, pick up something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't just fall in vain. Yeah. Learn from it. Grow from it, right? So if you fall, pick something up in the process so that when you get up, you won't keep falling and doing the same thing over and over again. Do you think we use um, if all things, uh, God works all things together for our good, do you think we use that as an excuse sometimes to make bad decisions? I never really thought about it. I would say, yeah, my, my initial gut reaction would be yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we know the truth of that statement is that Romans eight twenty eight that God the really the context is that God causes all things mm-hmm. to work together for the good of those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. So I believe that. So even when I make decisions that are out of the will of God, God does not, God is not surprised about those decisions. Here's what the beautiful thing is: before He created us, He factored in my issues, my sins, Everything. my bad decisions. Right? He already factored it in. It's not mm-hmm. like God created me. Gave up, you know, provided a plan for my life. I messed up. Then God reacted. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? From the beginning, he already yeah, factored yeah. in. He crazy. He go. He, you know, he's impulsive, right? Paul's gonna do some, you know, some great, right? Yeah. He's already factored that in, yeah. and that's what Romans eight twenty eight is about. That's what the, you know, God causing all things to work together. It's preordained. He knew in advance that this would be happening in our lives, and so he factored that into the journey. What we must learn to do is to get in relationship with God and be so intimate and so close to God that we can trust him to show us those things so that we don't keep repeating exactly. the same the same thing. That's that's the real part of growth, you know, on the journey. Yeah. And it, it brings a, a sense of peace too. Not Absolutely. even a sense, complete peace. Complete too. peace, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's good. Um, what would you say to anybody listening or watching that's having trouble just trying to find their path mm-hmm. um, that may need some direction. Uh, where where would you tell them to start? I would always say start with prayer. Start with hearing the word of God taught mm-hmm. or preached. You know that shapes our soul, and start with monitoring the type of relationships that I have in my life that will help to cultivate clarity in my life. Sometimes you know the lack of clarity has to do with the people around us. Mm-hmm. Now it's two sides nope, to that. Nope, nope. Not gonna let you keep. <laughs> not gonna let you keep going. <laughs> Listen, nope, take, nope, nope. Take it back. Take it right? back. Right. So the lack of yeah. clarity is is about the people in my life that cultivates that. Mm-hmm. 
So here's the, here's the danger zone. Sometimes we'll have people in our lives who co-sign on everything that we do. That's dangerous, right? And then we have people who will also let us sit back and not fully reach explore. Yeah, reach your full potential. Yeah. That's dangerous. I have to have people in my life who love me enough to correct me and say, you know, there's more in you. You know, God has more in store for you. And I think that you need to get up, pick up the pieces, move forward. I understand. I sympathize with your depression or your hurt or your pain. And I'm right here with you. But as your friend, because I love you, let's get up and let's move forward. Family member, whoever it is. And right? even being, because um, I'm guilty of it too, not always doing that for the people in my life. Like yeah. even, even if it's yeah. from time to time, I'm trying to make it a point to be more intentional Absolutely about right. doing that. For the people in my you life said a too. mouthful yeah. because I believe that what we make happen for other people, God will make happen for us. If I'm helping people to and assisting people along their journey mm-hmm. and not living a life that's so self-absorbed, then God puts me in a position to see with clarity His path for my life. I think sometimes we can be so engulfed. closed in, so self-engulfed and self-absorbed mm-hmm. that there's no openness to being a blessing to somebody else. Because whatever the path that God has for my life is going to always involve me being a blessing to somebody, whether it's with my podcast, whether it's with my business, whether it's with my ministry, whether it's with, you know, my entrepreneurial endeavors, whatever it is, it's always about other people. And so I think um, that we have to lean into that part of the journey so that we don't get so caught up in ourselves. That's good. You are your decisions and you are the people you're around. Absolutely. That's That's true. So that's what I would I would say to those who are watching this who are on that Make pathway. Sure write that down and put it in the archive of your brain. Yeah, tuck it away. I really like that. <laughs> tuck it back in, in the storage. Absolutely. So uh, my last question, um, I need three books. Okay. What's your top three right now? Ooh. He always has the best. We're in his office, <laughs> and it is a plethora of pages right here straight ahead. Yeah. So three books that you would recommend. Well, every day I'm doing devotional um, reading through the through the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm in Proverbs right now because I'm in a place where I'm asking God to give me. Yes, I'm asking God to give me and the people that I know and love. I'm asking God to give them uncommon wisdom. Gotcha. So that that's my go-to right now. Is, you know, always the Word of God, Book of Proverbs specifically in this season. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, and I think I may have shared this with you. I love Atomic Habits. Uh, by James Clear. Honest Moment. Honest Moment. I got the book, but I haven't started it. I need you to go <laughs> ahead and start it because it is I absolutely have phenomenal. Starting and finishing books. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's because like I'm not in my reading bag yet, but yeah. I'll get to it. But I just Or Audible, you know, right? Now that has That's been my go to. I love it. it. Has been That's my go to. you know, when you're working out, when you're driving, you can put it in, right? Those are those are really, really good. There's another, I mean, several books. I'm just mm-hmm. throwing some random ones out. There's another one that I really, really enjoy called Soundtracks mm. by, by John Acuff. A-C-C-U-F-F. Soundtracks. Acuff? Acuff. Not Acuff. Not him. Locked up. Won't let me. Not him. But John Acuff. A-C-U-F-F. It's called Soundtracks. Now, I'm going to tell you what's powerful about Soundtracks. He says that our thoughts are like, playlists mm. and they loop over and over and over again yeah. right they shuffle mm-hmm. over and over again and we're living based on the internal playlist or the soundtracks that we create on our journey and that thing is so powerful he goes into this whole piece about mental intelligence you know emotional intelligence and how sometimes 
we get so cloud we get so clouded and so convoluted and confused by life mm-hmm. that those soundtracks keep playing keep over playing. and over and over again and now internally my movement and my disposition and my attitude is being shaped by the soundtrack it's a phenomenal book fascinating That's concept good. yeah so those those are some real real good ones and then the last one I'll just say because um honorable um, mention yeah the honorable mention I'm reading a lot right now on artificial intelligence like a whole, whole lot. Everything I can get my hands on. It's a lot of AI. It's a lot of stuff about AI right now that I'm reading just because I see that's where we're headed mm-hmm. in terms of, not just headed, that's where we are <laughs> in terms yeah, of the right. technological space. So what does that mean for business? What does it mean for entrepreneurship? What does it mean for economics? What does it mean for ministry? What does it mean for podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. When one day two robots are going to be on the podcast, Ugh. you know, trying to replace what we do. I'm not trying to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the iRobot kind of situation. Oh so goodness. I'm reading a lot on in that particular discipline because it's, it's, it's right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to get ahead of the curve in terms of how we embrace this new environment that we're in, which is also a part of what this whole conversation is about. That's a part of the journey, right? Change, mm-hmm. growth, innovation, not just externally, but also how we respond to it internally. And whether or not we'll uh, maximize this season that we're in in terms of our purpose and our calling and our careers. Because wherever we are, most likely in terms of our career pathway, we're going to intersect with technology. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm reading a lot on on that right now. The African-American Guide to Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker. The African American Guide to Mental Health. Why do I feel like I? Yeah, by Dr. Rita. I feel like my cousin told me about that. It's a phenomenal read. And it helps to talk about mental health from an African-American context. For those who are listening who are of the African-American context, I would Mm -hmm. highly recommend that because it talks about the various nuances from our perspective, culturally, historically, that shape our mental health journey. So that would be uh, the other honorable mention that I would add to the book list. Good. So you gave me a, yeah. So you gave me a top five. So the Bible, of course, Atomic Habits that I need to read. Yes. Um, the John Acuff soundtracks soundtracks yep. uh, AI intelligence and then the African American Guide to Mental African American Guide to Doctor Rita Walker Doctor Rita Walker Okay So y'all putting them somewhere favorite them in your Amazon <laughs> or Kindle You got Kindle don't you Yes a Kindle I'm a Kindle and an Audible fanatic All of it I books whatever yes. whatever you get wherever you get your books from wherever you get them from P Squares I call him P Squared because. Yeah. Pastor Paul, yeah, peace, squeeze, or peace, squeezy. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you. I, I enjoyed know it. With, with or without the mic, we'll always have a good conversation. So Absolutely. thank you. I appreciate it for gracing the mindful moments. Stage. I feel like I'd have made it now. <laughs> I, I can die and go to heaven. Oh my Mama, I made it. Goodness, I, I, I my mom here. Mindful <laughs> moments. So I'm, I'm blessed and I'm thankful. I'm proud of you and I'm looking thank forward you. to where God is going to take this. And to those who are part of the mindful moments tribe, keep leaning in. She's providing some great content each week, and I just I fully support it, and we're going to help to push it because uh, we need conversations like this yep. to shape us as we move forward in our journeys uh, in this life. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, and thank you for coming. And Sundays, if you're in the middle Georgia area, Ben Mount Zion Baptist Church, 3268 Avondale Mill Road, great things are happening here, and I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. I'm proud of I you. I really appreciate it. My home church. Absolutely. So, yeah, come listen to He's squeeze hey <laughs> on Sundays. But yeah, thank you again. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you. And you guys, we will trust the process, trust God's direction, talk to him, pray, believe, and believe in yourself. And as I always tell you guys, you're capable, you're worthy. And Jada loves you. 
and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mindful Moments. I want y'all to remember this. Take it one step at a time. Know that you're capable. Know that you're worth it. Be intentional and know that everything you need to accomplish the things you want is already inside of you. But look, y'all, the podcast doesn't end here, okay? Be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at O underscore Jada. That's O with three H's underscore J-A-D-A. You can see the visuals from past episodes and segments and maybe even some teasers for upcoming episodes. And be sure to follow and like Mindful Moments on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and even Google Podcasts. And as you go through your day, remember to be mindful of today in hopes for a better tomorrow. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.